I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. So you got to be careful because you are marketing to the wrong clientele. You, you, many, many times you're marketing yourself to shoppers. Watch this. You have you have more shoppers than you have purchasers. You have more shoppers than you have purchasers. While we were standing there doing that um, interaction or transaction with the man at the at the fragrance counter. Um, a lot of people around the counter, but I only saw two purchases, me and another Lisa and I and another another gentleman, just two. Everybody else was sniffing and spraying and, you know, using the people stuff up and sniffing me. How I smell. Thank you. And moving on, just using the people stuff up. They want they wanted as much value as they could get for nothing. You have to begin to distinguish between a shopper versus a purchaser. Number one. Uh, well, let me not get into all that. Listen to what the Bible says in Matthew 15 and 8. It says, this people, Jesus says, this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth. All right. All right. My signal went out for a second there. Yeah, Jesus says, this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You don't want somebody, shoppers just have a whole lot of mouth. Purchasers, they have a connection that's from the heart. You know, purchaser, a man that's a purchaser, he has questions. You know what I mean? He has he has real serious questions and he has he has he's he's concerned with more than your body. He's he's trying to get further than the bed. He's not just trying to sex you up. He's trying to know you. He's trying to love you. He's trying to support you. He's trying to undergird you. A shopper comes in, you know, sizing you up, looking you up and down. Yeah, you know, and then, you know, sizing you up, looking you up and down. Yeah, you know, and see, you you like that. That broken consciousness likes that. You like to feel sexy in the eyes of a man. That's that broken consciousness. You should have knew you were sexy when you woke up this morning. You should have told yourself that. See, if you had done that and you had served that part of your own self-esteem, you would have then been in a position where you could have uh, appreciated a man that's coming with more than just a shopper's mentality. You need a man that has a purchasers, a man that's ready to cut covenant, a man that's ready to pay the price for the relationship. And see, we can talk, you know, all day long till the cows come home, till you make up your mind that you deserve better than this. You're going to keep falling for this. And you're going to stay in the same position and you're going to keep choosing shoppers and you're going to keep missing purchasers. Because while you tied up with a shopper, a purchaser is walking by. 
going to the next, you know, counter. All right, number two, as long as you maintain the option status, and you know, just you you, you just content with being an option, you disguise your value. You disguise your value. I, I have to push back all the time on, on women, especially who say there are no good men out here. And here's the reality. Here's my reality. I very rarely find a single woman who are actually available for a good man. Most of y'all that are saying that are constantly in and out of relationships. You, you really don't have any extended period of time where you're actually single and available if a, if, a, if a good man actually came. Now, here's the thing you're missing. While you're allowing your life to be preoccupied with shoppers, people who just come to, you know, take value without price, and you, you just keep on filling your life up, filling your timeline up with all of these clowns, um, you are disguising your value. There are a lot of you who are actually wives, but if we look at your timeline on social media, we can't tell. With the kind of pictures you're taking, with the kind of people you're hanging out with, you are disguised. And here's, here's the illustration that the Lord gave me. It's kind of like if you took a, a, five, a half a million dollar, $400,000 Rolls Royce Phantom, all white, and put it in the middle of a car lot with 500 white Toyotas and Chevrolets. You would not be able to determine or distinguish the Rolls Royce because it would be disguised because of where it's positioned. Here you have a half a million dollar car in the middle of all of these Twenty and thirty thousand dollar cars, maybe, and nobody can recognize it because of where it's positioned. As long as you continue to allow your life to be filled with men that are not husbands, husbands will always overlook you because of where you're always positioned. And 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 that broken consciousness has you. The thing you all fear the most is being alone. Oh, I'm, if, I'm, if, if I'm alone, I'm scared to be alone. I don't want to be alone. Bay, you got to be alone to be discovered. You can't, you can't be re- recognized by husband material if you're always tied up with boyfriends. You, you disguise your value. And see, being a, being a queen conscious woman... There should be a distinction about you. You should not blend in to the crowd. You, 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 you should not, you know, be preoccupied all the time. You're a queen conscious woman. You are designed to stand out and watch this. Be able to stand alone if you have to until the right situation comes into your life. You are not a weak little woman that that needs an attachment for identity purposes. How can someone discover you if you're always 
always attached. Listen to what Leviticus 10 and 10 says, and that she may put difference between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean. There ought to be a difference between you and, and a typical woman that's, uh, that's struggling with broken consciousness. You ought to be able to stand out and stand alone. Now, now what are some of the things that, that, that should be a part of your character that will, you know, put you in a position where you can be discovered and you're not disguised, your value is not disguised. Number one, there should be an unrelenting standard. If you are a queen conscious woman, there is an unrelenting standard. There's a standard that you're not going to break for nothing and nobody. And if people can't respect that, you are, number one, you don't, you, 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 if you're a queen conscious woman, you do not need a man to find fulfillment in life. Fulfillment comes from the purpose that God has put on your life as an individual. Fulfillment is not going to come from a relationship with anybody else. Fulfillment comes when you discover your purpose as an individual for existing and being. And when you know that and you're queen conscious, there's an unrelenting standard. A person cannot use a few fancy words. A person cannot try to break your self-esteem down, make you feel bad about yourself to get you to drop the bar. When you're queen conscious, there's an unrelenting standard. Number letter B, there's an impeccable quality. You're quality woman. And, 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 and you're not a woman that is going to be, uh, you're not going to lead with your sexuality because, you know, uh-uh. that's why you don't see Rolls Royces doing donuts in the middle of the highway. No, 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 no. That it, there's an impeccable quality that you don't even watch this, have to run commercials. You don't see a Rolls Royce commercial. You don't have to run a commercial for a Rolls Royce. The quality of the car is so impeccable, it is going to appeal to a certain clientele. It doesn't have to sell. Its quality speaks for it. And then watch this. You have an unrelenting standard. You have an impeccable quality. And then you have a no compromise policy. You're not going to come up on, come up in here haggling. You're not going to talk us down off of price. No, you either can afford a Rolls Royce or you can't. If you can't afford it, let the doorknob hit you with a good Lord split you. You know what I'm talking about. You ain't, you're not the one we're looking for. And, and you don't have a, you don't have a Rolls Royce customer, you know, walking up and down the street every day. You may have five, six hundred people pass through a Chevy, Chevy dealership a day, possibly, possibly, you know, and a Rolls Royce dealership. They may have two or three people that actually come through there because most of their clients make phone calls and they trans they do transactions over the phone and say deliver it to the house. I'm preaching better than y'all shouting. So when, when you're queen conscious, you're not upset that everybody not hollering at you. You're not a Chevy. You're not a Chevy. You're Rolls Royce and, and you're not going to disguise your value by blending in and positioning yourself as a woman that is satisfied with being an option. Your psyche. When you when you start, when, when, when you're convinced, listen to this very carefully. When you are convinced that 
your age, you, you know, because you're a, you're a certain age, uh, you better start compromising. Um, you know, well, how old are you? I'm 30. I'm 35. Ooh, 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 it's just about over for you, 35 years. It's just about over for you. You 40? Ooh, Lord. You 50? Ooh, my goodness. And now you say, okay, I better start compromising. You know, I, I, I better drop these standards. The thing you don't understand is when you start compromising, you are damaging your own psyche. You're, in other words, you're damaging your own brain when you start compromising. Because when you start compromising and you start lowering that bar from the high standard of queen consciousness, you develop you develop a broken, a dysfunctional paradigm. And what's a paradigm? It's a mindset that governs our lives beneath the surface. And what happens is, what happens is the paradigm that is now ruling your life from the, the unconscious, unseen realm says, I'm an option. I'm an option. I'm an option. That's what's going on in the subconscious mind. I'm an option. I'm an option. Now, what's happening is in your conscious mind, you may be saying, I'm a wife. I'm a wife. I'm a wife. But in your subconscious mind, because you started lowering that bar, your subconscious mind is saying, you're an option. You're an option. You're an option. You may as well settle because you're an option. You're an option. This is what, what the Bible means when it says, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You begin letter A, you damage your psyche. You begin to believe that inferiors are superior. The more you buy into option status and you start, you know, I, you know, I've been trying you know, I, I know that I know that he's uh, I know that he's married. I know that he's engaged, but I've been trying. He say he don't say he don't love her. You don't realize that you're damaging your psyche to drop your standards like that. And you begin to believe that inferiors are now your superiors. This is how my my, my famous saying PhD women are manipulated by GED men. I'm not talking about actual educational levels. I'm talking about, you know, you, you got guys that, you know, are immature and undeveloped that are taking women that are supposed to be sophisticated and and all of this kind of thing and and managing you like a like a puppet. Because when that when you when you begin to settle, you damage your psyche to the point that you begin to take folk that are inferior and you begin to in your own mind make them superior. And they can sit there, see, you got to be careful with language. They can sit there and use their words and talk you into stuff and have you agreeing with stuff as a woman. The game is real. You're sitting there agreeing with this stuff, agreeing that, uh, you know, a, a man is not going to be faithful and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm -mm. Why would you settle for something like that? Why would you why would you want a farce of a marriage? Say you got a husband and then on, on the, the next breath you say, well, he ain't going to be faithful. I know he ain't going to be faithful, but I'm 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 all right. I'm all right. Mm -mm. You're damaged. You're damaged. You're damaged. You're emotionally damaged. You're psychologically damaged. And 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 the wrong kind of 
narcissistic, demonic man will take advantage of your damage. That's why I sit and I just try to talk straight to you because I see a lot of y'all, man, are just watching us, listening to some of this stuff y'all saying. And it's like you believe in this rhetoric. People are pouring this trash into you because, you know, you, you have bought into the fact that, okay, let it be. You damage your psyche because you begin to believe that inferiors are actually superior. Let it be. You're waiting for honor. All right. Yeah, my, my signal was trying to go out on me. Hopefully, hopefully everybody will come back in. But let it be. Waiting for honor. When you, you know that you're damaged, when you start allowing your standard to drop and you're just settling for being an option, you're damaged psychologically. Now, let it be. Waiting for honor becomes your dysfunctional norm. You know, waiting for honor becomes your dysfunctional norm. Uh, in other words, you're constantly waiting for a person to honor you. You're, you're waiting for a person to honor you. You're waiting for a person to esteem you, to respect you. And that has become your dysfunctional norm. Your last relationship, you were never honored. This relationship, you've not been honored. But it's become, it's become normal to you to just wait for honor. Let us see. You reject the idea of being someone's priority as even being a possibility. You, you, get, you get so broken. You get so broken That you subconsciously, you reject the idea of being, of the possibility of being someone's priority. They got you twisted up so much that you don't even believe it's possible for you to actually be a man's priority. Now, mind you, back to what I said, you have never allowed your life to be, you've never allowed yourself to be available and you always filled your life with shoppers. You've been you've been attracted and even addicted to shoppers. So you've never really allowed yourself to be available for a purchaser, for a man that wants to really cut covenant to actually show up in your life. But your consciousness is so broken now that you can't even see it as a possibility that there is a man that will make you his priority. Especially those of you who are of a certain age, I put up on my my community page uh, on on YouTube actually uh, um, um, a ring. Uh, I guess you call it an engagement ring, and it's for a woman that's over forty, given to her by a man that's a millionaire. Preaching better than y'all shouting, but a lot of y'all say, "Well, beyond forty, ain't, ain't nothing nothing gonna happen for me," and you actually believe that. You reject the idea of being someone's priority as even being a possibility. Letter D, you're no longer offended at disrespect. You have gotten so broken in your consciousness. You've gotten so broken in your consciousness, you are no longer offended at disrespect. People can cuss you out. They can call you all kinds of bees. They can flaunt their affairs in front of you. They can tell you you just got to deal with it. And you are no longer offended. You have you have separated yourself from your dignity so far that you're no longer offended at disrespect, at blatant disrespect. 
And then watch this letter E, your broken consciousness begins to self-contain you. In other words, it, you, you develop these chains on your brain that, you know, perverted male society doesn't even have a job to do. You are contained by the chains that have been established on your brain. You are now self-contained. You are female. You are officially female slave conditioned. And in number four, and I'm out. You, you overvalue basic respect as extraordinary. When, when, you, when you fall into developing this mindset of being an option, you overvalue basic as things that, you know, should come standard. You're, you're viewing it as something extraordinary and you're inflating, you know, in other words, the bar is so low. Is my signal bad again? The bar is you've dropped the bar so low that a man can come in and just give you the basics and you inflate it. and You make it you view it as something extraordinary. You think, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Listen to this. You think because a man doesn't cheat, that's basic. Man ain't supposed to cheat. Not if he married. That's basic. You think because a man, you know, um, opens the door, really that's basic. And, and you find yourself, you find yourself in a place where you're blown away by things that you should have demanded and expected from the beginning. And this is what we're dealing with. We have a generation of women. Let me shut this down because this signal is not the greatest tonight. We have a generation of women who have been mistreated, mishandled so long that now when a man shows up and he gives you just the, the basic respect. It blows your mind. And in some cases, watch this. When a man gives you that kind of respect, your consciousness is so broken, you don't even know how to receive it. You think something's strange about him. You think something's wrong with him. Watch this. You, you even sabotage the relationship because this is so far out uh, of the parameters of what you have viewed as normal. You know, a man that can leave his cell phone on the nightstand and go to the store. Come on now. A man that says he's going to be here at a certain time and actually show up at that time. Man that ain't got no, you know, nothing to hide. No, you know, no sneaking and all of this kind of stuff here. You think something wrong with that guy. You, you want a guy that's going to lie to you, run game on you, get all up in your head, mess your head all up, you know, play mind games on you. And you'll sabotage a great situation like that. And then you'll send me a, an email talking about, you know, um, he, he, he loves God. He works. You know, he, he has good money. He he, he respects me. Uh, you know, he, he does this. He does that. 
you know, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm attracted to him. That's, that's that broken consciousness in you. You, you. You'll describe a man that, you know, millions, if not billions of women are searching for and you can have him in your life and sabotage it. And go right back to a man that's just shopping. See, you got some work you got to do in you. If, if you get you together, all of these games that, that, that homeboys are playing on you will not work. The reason this stuff is working in your life is because you have personal healing and personal work to do. You ain't ready for no relationship. You need a relationship with the creator and you need a relationship with yourself. If you keep running in and out of these relationships, you're going to keep getting dogged out and you're going to keep being an option. And your psyche is going to continue to be broken and broken and broken and broken and broken. You got to pause on this thing. And you got to heal. You got to learn. You got to self-correct. So that you're no longer vulnerable to men with silver tongues. Saying all of this stuff, getting in your head. Got you doubting your own value. Come on now. Got you doubting your own value. Who can determine your value but your creator? If I didn't make you, when I went to buy this shirt, Robert Graham made this shirt. Then people didn't let me write on it to write on the price tag. The manufacturer determines the value of the, come on, somebody. How are you going to let the world break you down to the point that you're allowing people to redefine you and determine your value with their words? These things ought not to be. Hope you got something out of this. Thank you for showing up tonight. Don't forget to stop by my website, rcblakes.com. Sign up for my mailing list. Uh, check out my online programs. If you've not done that, do so. They will bless you. Go to Amazon, pick up any or all of my books. Those of you that need counseling, we have partnered with BetterHelp Counseling. And um, in the description, you will find a link. If you need counseling, you can hit that link and it'll afford you 10% off of the cost of the counseling. And they in turn will make a, make a donation to the ministry. I love you. I thank God for you all. I really, really do. Thank you, all of you that um, supported me financially tonight. I appreciate you. I know you didn't have to do it, and I'm so grateful for you. I am so, 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 so grateful for you. And um, with that being said, I think I'm done tonight. I think I'm done tonight. Please share this everywhere you can. Uh, share the link on, on your, your other social media platforms. And uh, let, I think this is a message that needs to be heard. I love you all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, look, I've been on here almost an hour. I have a, I, I got 1,882 of you left in the room. I got 954 likes. Now, come on, y'all. Y'all, get me, get me on up. I should have 
Yeah, get me on up there, please. I love you all, for real. For real, for real, for real. I love you, I love you, I love you. Stay tuned now because I may be back this week and uh, just putting in some work. God bless you. I love you. Have a great night. Have a great night. And uh, I'll talk to you real soon. God bless you all. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.